Hey there, Brain Changer, Victoria here, and welcome back to the Choose to Think podcast. I'm so glad that you're here. And listen, I'm excited to dive back into the Psalms. On tap today is Psalm 5 of David. Scholars believe this Psalm was written as David was fleeing from his son, Absalom. I'm going to pull out one particular verse that helps us see the practical importance of directing our prayer to God first thing in the morning, and then humbly expecting Him to move. In this episode, I'll share with you the number one distraction action that gets in our way and maybe keeping us from seeking God first. Plus, if you listen till the very end, I have a surprise waiting for you, a bit of a bonus for three podcast listeners. And again, I'm so honored that you're spending your time tuning in. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. Before we jump in, let's listen to this psalm. You'll hear some pretty sharp notions about boastful and wicked people, you know, those who rebel against God. No doubt, as David fled for his very life from his son, he was giving himself a bit of a pep talk about God hears his Christ for help, and how those, like himself, who take refuge in God, praising his very name, are glad, loved, sheltered, blessed, and can sing for joy. I especially love the word picture of the last verse, verse 12, that reminds Reminds us how God surrounds that man with favor as a shield. I'm not sure about you, but I like to think that I'm completely surrounded, as if I'm standing in a tube or something, totally wrapped in God's favor. Psalm 5, the NASB version. Give ear to my words, O Lord. Consider my groaning. Heed the sound of my cry for help, my King and my God. For to you I pray. In the morning, O Lord, you will hear my voice. In the morning, I will order my prayer to you and eagerly watch. For you are not a God who takes pleasure in wickedness. No evil dwells with you. The boastful shall not stand before your eyes. You hate all who do iniquity. You destroy those who speak falsehood. The Lord abhors the man of bloodshed and deceit. But as for me, by your abundant loving kindness, I will enter your house. At your holy temple, I will bow in reverence for you. O Lord, lead me in your righteousness because of my foes. Make your way straight before me. There is nothing reliable in what they say. Their inward part is destruction itself. Their throat is an open grave. They flatter with their tongue. Hold them guilty, O God. By their own devices, let them fall. In the multitude of their transgressions, thrust them out, for they are rebellious against you. But let all who take refuge in you be glad. Let them ever sing for joy, and may you shelter them, that those who love your name may exult in you. For it is you who blesses the righteous man, O Lord. You surround him with favor as with a shield. And this is the word of the Lord. You may hear a lot of people talking about seeking God first in their day and just about how important that is. Well, when we seek God first, it's kind of like priming the pump. I grew up in a rural area of Kentucky, and my granddad had cattle. Occasionally, he would let my sister Sandy and me fill up the water trough, and we were so delighted to be able to do that. It was like, oh, we want to do that chore. It was fun. You know, there was a small creek that ran adjacent to my grandfather's property, and so he had dug like a, a pipeline there inserted a pipe and he fed water from that creek 
to his pump and he had this old iron pump that was like nailed or fixed to this wooden stand that he had built right there as a part of his barbed wire fence line. And so my sister Sandy and I would climb atop the pump stand. And let me tell you, it, there was barely enough room for the pump, let alone the two of us on, on top of that too. <laughs> but you know, and I, I can swear that she pushed me off once into the dense thicket behind us. I mean, I fell straight back. She claims I got spooked from all the cows trotting over toward us. You know, you know, I, I guess it must've been a hot day if they were actually running for the water. But anyway, um, I think she never lovingly nudged me over, or maybe I did lose my balance. I'm not sure, but that's a story for another day. <laughs> anyway, what's the purpose of priming a pump? Well, basically when you prime a pump or you draw the handle up and down, up and down, you are forcing all the air out of the suction line and allowing the water to flood or to enter in. Now the analogy for seeking God first and priming the pump, I think is easy for us to make. You know, I I love the NKJV translation of Psalm 63 1. It says this, Oh God, you are my God. Early will I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh longs for you in a dry and thirsty land where there is no water. As we seek the Lord in the morning, it's as if we're clearing our minds, exhaling exhaling, exhaling, so to speak, and making room for the ushering in of living water throughout our entire system. It's an acknowledgement that we need God and that without him, there's no remedy for our soul's thirst. Remember, living water is water that's alive and actively flowing. We got to get it flowing. John 7, 38 in the NASB records Jesus saying this, the one who believes in me, as the scripture said, from his innermost being will flow rivers of living water. If we imagine that we have a, quote, spiritual pump inside our minds, seeking God first is the way we prime this pump and get that river of living water flowing throughout our system. As we seek him and direct our thoughts, our minds, our prayers to him, we set the stage for our entire day. Okay, I promise you that there are days that I go right to my business, skipping over my prayer and devotion time with the Lord. Or maybe I just go to answering the gazillion emails I have from my Spanish students. All I can say is that all I produce on those days is a, Lord, please help me. I say something like that. Lord, oh, would you help me, Lord? I just got to go do this. I got to go do this, Lord. But all the while, I am so aware that I'm seeking other things first. And it kind of feels like a cloud that hangs over me a bit. All this to say, seeking God first should be a privilege, a get to, not a have to, or, or something we do out of obligation. I don't think God wants us to work that way. I mean, I don't think your spouse wants you to think, oh, I have to spend time with my spouse, right? I think it's a relationship, something that you long for and you want to spend time with the person you love. Well, if we miss the boat, we can still seek God at any time of the day. He's not on some sort of schedule for us and he's available 24 seven. So no worries. We don't have to be so hard on ourselves if we don't do this first. But I'm telling you that for me, I have found personally that seeking God first is the best remedy I have for having a day that 
somehow has been earmarked for him and puts him in the forefront of my brain, my mind, my actions, my to-do list. I don't say, Lord, help me with my to-do list. I say, Lord, Lord, what do you want me to do today? This is kind of what I have in mind is, will you guide me through these things or will you show me what you want me to do? Do you know what most people seek in the morning? What is the number one go-to, which some folks say causes brain damage? Okay, I gave you a second to think about it. Did you say the cell phone? Yep, and I'm guilty too. You know, I kind of wake up and I'm like, what's going on in the world? What are folks posting? I want to see if I have messages. But chemically, we probably want that dopamine fix that floods our brains when we, you know, have people posting or liking or reaching out to us or whatever. Brain scientists say that when we grab our phones first, we are training our brains for distraction. Jim Quick of Quick Brains says this. He says, I don't touch my phone for the first hour because the problem is when you check like your email, for instance, all you're doing is training yourself how to respond or react to what everyone else is demanding that they have from you. In other words, it's all those requests of the things that they're sending to you and they're wanting your response to those. And he says, that's something I don't want to train my brain to do. What does he do? Well, he meditates 20 minutes in the morning. He has a full glass of water. Okay. Does he not have coffee? or what? He probably has some little like brain antioxidant tea or something like that. Okay. Good for you, Jim. <laughs> Just kidding. I really like his, his stuff. He is amazing. He has a podcast, Quick Brain. It's really, really very good. I've learned a ton from him. So I'm just kind of teasing him. But okay, I would say, yes, I pray, I write, I do my journaling, my listening journaling. Uh, I have music going on and I spend probably an hour, an hour and a half doing that each morning. That's how I prime my pump and seek the Lord. But, and then I also have a pot of coffee, but it's half decaf and I don't put any sugar or anything in it. So it's not water, but it's close. Okay. Anyway, he also says he plans his day. I thought it was curious that he says he writes down three business things that he wants to be able to focus on and then three personal things. I kind of like that. So here's my first challenge for you. Can you go your first hour of each day without your phone? Can you even do it for one day? And then after that, can you do it for two days and then three days and so forth? Let me know. I want to know. Well, Instead of going for your phone, can you commit to priming your pump by seeking God first, asking for his guidance as you plan your day, thanking him for your blessings, giving thanks and everything? Your brain will love you. <laughs> and get this, when my sister and I primed the pump for the cattle, it actually helped to maintain the pump's functionality. Don't you love this analogy? It kept the pumping mechanisms cooled down as the water flowed. And what happens if water doesn't flood the pump? Well, it runs dry, leading to some type of mechanical failure or damage. And so it's the same for us. On those days that I neglect to prime my spiritual pump, I'm going to tell you, I really struggle. And I'm not just saying this. I get more easily frustrated. I fall off my get to-do list. I get lost in rabbit holes and I spend my day reacting to what everyone else is saying or doing instead of staying on target with what God has in store for me on that day. And trust me, I know your get to-do list 
is probably as long as mine is. And when you jump out of bed, you know, you're, you got to line up all your ducks and get ready to hit the path. And you may be tempted, just like I am, to get busy. But the wise man seeks God first. And the good news is that when we seek him, we will find him. For me, when I seek God first, directing my mind toward him and inviting him into my heart, my mind, my home, my adventures, my lifestyle, my worries, my doubts, my weaknesses, my insecurities and misgivings, his spirit floods me with living water that satisfies, restores and strengthens me. It's kind of like I'm taking a chill pill from the start of the very day. And that spills over into everything I set my hands to later in the day. When I seek God first daily, just as much as possible, I found that I begin to crave and thirst for this type of filling, for that living water that he provides. His word, the Bible, is a reward for me. And that's where I get my dopamine hit. Pouring out my heart and soul to him in prayer calms me down, as well as floods my body with that feel-good bonding love hormone, oxytocin. Asking God for guidance and his will upon my day comforts me and reminds me that I'm never alone in my, quote, duties and tasks, and that I'm yoked to Christ, and his yoke is easy and light articulating all of this before the Lord in spoken prayer, by journaling, simply by being still and listening to God or singing to him in praise and worship, all prepares my brain to then seek evidence of God's presence in my life. And this is a good point to make. In other words, during my day, I expect to see him move. If there's an interruption, I know it's by divine appointment. And I'm less likely to give way to overwhelm and distress this way. I feel empowered to walk the road that he's laid out before me, to step into my calling to teach, write, podcast, and encourage others in their Christian journey. There's freedom there. I think what I'm describing is freedom and it's joy. Do you have that in your day? Do you have freedom and peace and joy and abundance in your day? Now, you, you may have those things and not seek God first. You, you may seek God first and not have those things. I can't begin to unravel all of that and know how it really works. And I'm not saying it's like, I'll put, I'll put this coin in the, in the meter and then I get the key or in the, you know, the, what is that? The vending machine. And then I get a candy bar out and that it works like that. God doesn't work that way. But what I am saying is just sharing my personal experience with how significant, critically important it is in my Christian journey to seek God first. And I'm trying to share with you some of the benefits that I have reaped in doing that. Now, here's another challenge. In addition to laying aside your cell phone for the first hour of each day, if you're willing to do that, you know, if you're also feeling like you're running on empty, you're dry, or you're a bit lifeless, why not commit to seeking God first in your own unique way for the next seven days? Or listen, okay, you can do one day, and then two days, and then three days. Do it something like that if seven days seems like too much for you or something. But then see what a difference this actually makes in your life with your mission, and see if your productivity levels are impacted, and see if you have greater clarity of thought and mind as you go 
go about your day doing your business. And and listen, if you do this, would you let me know? I want to know if you commit to setting aside your cell phone for the first hour of each day. And I want to know if you commit to seeking God first for about the next week. Tell me how then God surrounds you with his favor as you're doing that. Just drop me an email at choose to think at gmail.com. And that's with the number two. But before we close, please let me pray for you right now. Father in heaven, please kindle in every listener's heart a longing, a real thirst for you. Make them like those deer that pant for water. May their souls thirst after you first thing each morning. Help them to lay down their burdens and pick up your yoke instead. May your favor rest upon them. Pour out your blessings and favor upon their lives as you establish the work of their hands. Flood their brains with all those feel-good hormones that reward them for time spent with you. Order their steps today and guide them in your truth. Help them display the fruit of your spirit while taking a kid to soccer practice, fixing dinner for their family, comforting a friend in need, or writing a business report. Lord, I praise you and thank you for this sweet and unique relationship that you have with each one of them. In Jesus' name, amen. And hey, thanks for listening all the way through. Please stay connected. You can find me at victoriadwalker.com. Also, would you like to support this podcast, even just like a couple bucks a month? If you will, you can visit the Anchor app and click the Listener Support tab. Finally, are you wanting to launch your own business? Like maybe write a book or a blog, sell something? Let's chat about it. I've, I just invested in this all-in-one business in a box platform and they have a free membership where you too can create your first three websites totally free. It's in beta mode right now, but you, what, you probably want to get in on this because it's a really good deal. And I, if you actually upgrade to their lifetime membership, like I've had using my affiliate link, which you'll find in the show notes, I'd also like to come beside you for the first month and, and help you get your websites up and going. So keep that in mind. I'll put the link in the show notes for all of these things and say, here is the surprise bonus for the first three podcast listeners who post to the Fired Up Mind and Choose to Think podcast group on Facebook, and they post that they listen to this episode and they would like a free t-shirt, I'll send you one in exchange for a photo of you wearing it that I can use on social media for marketing purposes, okay? Please, please do it. I'd love to hear from you. And that's a wrap, Brain Changer. Until next time, Dios primero y que Dios te bendiga. Ciao.